Super Talk Mississippi media production. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Joel T. Coleman Woo! here with you on a Friday morning. The weekend has begun. As you're listening, I am probably headed up to Knoxville. Will you, what time are you leaving uh, Starville? Uh, probably middle of the day. Middle of the day. So you're a little yeah. later than me. But yeah, we will. I'll be on the way. Uh, ready for my first trip to Rocky Top and to Neyland Stadium. Huge. <laughs> Rocky Top will always be home sweet home to me. There you go. Uh, here's your Peter Griffin to start the day. Thank you guys for tuning in wherever that might be, be it at supertalk.fm or wherever you get podcasts. We appreciate our listeners, especially those of you in service and uniform, taking care of us throughout the globe. I want to thank one of our sponsors. We'll get to the other one mid-show. But Strange Brew Coffee House and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Uh, it is pumpkin spice time. The weather's this weekend especially. It's going to be... Speaking of Strange Brew, Joel, is he just sucked some Strange Brew down. We did. Went hey. with the mocha today. How was that? It was great. Yeah. So was it chocolatey? That's what a mocha is. Okay, I don't know a lot about I don't know coffee uh, culture. Yeah, yeah. It's, it was great. Coffee flavored. That's all I know. 20 ounce mocha. All right, so you're good. I, I'm, I, good. I, I, I gotta, I'm, I'm, get I'm jacked up. I think I'll get my thing. I gotta get that card. I'm gonna do that today. I'll do that today. It's day one of the 2020 Brave season today. You know, this, that's right. This is where the new season begins for me. So, same with the Dodgers. <laughs> you see it? Hate to see it. <laughs> oh, ah, Clayton Kershaw, damn it. <laughs> Dave Roberts out there managing like it's February in the Cactus League. Dude, he's managing like he, he didn't. He did, was born without a brain, which I'm down with. Uh, if you're a Dodger fan and you're listening, <laughs> you thought you think I'm gonna be like, oh, I'm sorry for you. I'm not. <laughs> oh man, I guess I got to make amends with all our Cardinal listeners. You could if you want, uh, but I'm yeah. Yeah. So anyway, we'll just move on. We'll, we'll save that for another day. Mississippi State Tennessee, big big game. Bigger than we thought it was a big game in when we saw the schedule. Huge. We thought it was a big game in the offseason. Now we're here and it's somehow it's it's a bigger game. For Mississippi State. <laughs> Joel just did like this thing where he's like expanding. I don't know. He's like, I don't know. It was like the game kept getting bigger. So yeah. I was trying to do over here. That, that 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 reminds me of like Thanksgiving dinner at my house. You know, just I just keep getting bigger. Uh Big, speaking of big, biggest key for you in this game. What is the what is the absolute key for Mississippi State defensively? Okay, just I know that's all encompassing there, but I, I said yesterday, and I will maintain that I think Garrett Schrader or Tommy Stevens, either one, can drum up enough offense alongside Kylan Hill to to put up enough points to win this game. I don't think offense will be the issue. To me, it all comes down to does this defensive unit look like the group that got plum embarrassed a couple of weeks ago in, at Auburn or have there been strides made to correct that I mean it'll also be a lot better pro- probably that the offense that you're going against isn't quite as good as Auburn's I mean that said Bo Nix seems to be a incredibly one-dimensional kind of guy whenever he's not playing Mississippi State so I don't know maybe State made that offense look a lot better than it actually is but but I, I feel like that that this game begins and ends for State. They need to have a better defensive showing, and I think that they will, yeah. um, because you are playing uh, an opponent that doesn't isn't quite the, the the team that you played two weeks ago. And I do think you're going to have those 
I guess you can call them reinforcements at this point because they're only playing in four games this year. I, I'm almost certain you're going to see those guys on Saturday. So I feel like between all that, you're going to see a better defensive performance. And I think that for me, that's the key is you have to see a better defensive performance. All right. I'll, flip the, I'll flip that around and I'll talk about Mississippi State's offense. And what the key is to me is quarterback play. I don't know who it's going to be. I think it's going to be Stevens, which – I'll be honest with you, I'm not totally down with. Very interesting, by why, the way. Why do we think that? Because I think that, too. Why, why, are, why, are, why are we at the because point Schrader, now? I mean, just... Schrader tells us that. Schrader tells us when he's healthy, that's the way, you know, he's the guy. I think that's the case. I think I, I think that's the way it's going to be. Yeah. And it's, I, I think it's interesting in this state, by the way, that both teams are going through this. Both state and Ole Miss are going through this. That the Ole Miss has got the quarterback controversy, too. And I think – both teams would be better served by playing their true freshman, to be totally honest with you. But that's neither here nor there. But for whoever it is, they need to be on Saturday morning. You know, part of – people always talk about the 11 a.m. game when you're on the road. It can be sloppy. you got to fight that. you got to come out crisp and clean and, and, and ready to perform. And if MSU can come out and hit a couple plays early, it's all about the fast start for me. If State gets the ball, like you said, if they get the ball defensively, three and out. Get off the field. Yeah. If you get the ball, you got to score. Well, Willie Gays had a pick six on the first drive of every game he's been in this year. That is not a uh, – there were no lies detected in what you just said. <laughs> Whatever State does, they need to start fast. Moorhead's talked about this in the past, about when you have a team that you're supposed to beat, you got to beat them early. You let this team hang around – Think about last week with the way that stadium was reacting when it was Tennessee 14, Georgia 13. Georgia, yeah, everybody in the stadium sort of knew Georgia was going to come back, but if for a moment that place was rocking. This week, if that happens, people will know that they, they can hold on. Yeah. They'll know that Mississippi State's because Mississippi State's not Georgia by any stretch of the imagination. You cannot let, you need to get those fans thinking as early as possible crap. Here we go again. Well, you know that, that the fan base, the team, Jeremy Pruitt, Everyone wearing that god awful creamsicle orange is going to be over there thinking that Mississippi State is a team that we can turn our season right. around again. So make it fourteen nothing, and then they leave. Yeah, At, I'm telling you right now, if it's fourteen nothing MSU in the first quarter, that place will will dissipate. There'll be nothing left but those thirty two hundred people that bought tickets that Joe Moore had made us aware of, wearing maroon and white. That place will get empty quick. That, that number may have gone up since then too. It may have. Good tickets were still available last he talked to us. But that, that's what's going to happen. But you let them – I always think about – were you in school or do you remember the MSU-Florida game, Crooms' first year? Uh, I was in school, and mm-hmm. yes, I do. Did you go to the game? Uh, yes, that was the, okay. the Norwood running yeah, down yeah, yeah. Yes. So I went to that game at the last minute. But that game filled up about midway through the second quarter. We realized People realized Florida wasn't going to run state off the field that day. That's what will happen. If people start saying, you know, start looking at their TV, and they decided that I'm not going, and then it's it's 14-7 Tennessee at the end of the first quarter, people are going to start showing up. You got to give them a reason to stay home, and you got to give a re- the people in the stadium a reason to cut cut their losses early. You've got to hit them first. If they can do that, they can win. If they play around, they let Tennessee stay in the game. That's going to be heartbreak central. I can already feel it coming. Yeah, if it gets to the fourth quarter and you got a tie game or within a score or something like that, it's just not, it's, it's just not it's good. Probably not going to end well. It's just not good. So for me, that's that's it's all about the and the quarterbacks are the key to that. They have to be able. They have to be you know able to pass the football. Now part of that is the receivers. You know, I keep going back to a play in the Auburn game, and I'm not. I don't. When I talk about the Auburn game, I don't ever want to say if this had happened, State would have won. That's not the case. 
But the second drive, State's down 7 nothing, third and whatever it was, third and seven, third and eight. Stevens hits Gidry, but he drops it, as Stephen Gidry is wont to do. What happens if he catches that ball and it's first down close to midfield? Is it different? I don't, I don't yeah, know if probably. it is or not, but that play has stuck with me for some, some time. You know, I always say with MSU that it seems like every game I ever watch with State, there's an opportunity early in the game to hit a big play that's sort of a, a, a difference maker, and whether or not they hit that big play is what makes the difference. And, you know, for State, it was a defensive play against Kentucky. Yeah. The pick six set the tone that day. Absolutely. You know, Gidry dropping that pass sets the tone. You know, I mean, it was already bad. That made it worse. So when State goes, and, and they will with Stevens, they will take a shot. Just, just here's just a little piece of it. If you're listening, Tommy, I don't know if you are or not, but if you are, <laughs> maybe, you know, throw it up to Osiris Mitchell. Don't, don't trust Gidry to come down with that ball. Gidry's a bust, by the way. I'm going, I'm going there. He's I'm I'm done with that. You're already I, there, huh? I haven't been done with something in a long time, but I'm done with Stephen Gidry. Well, I, I, he is now my playmaker. Seven man. catches for 168 <laughs> yards. Uh yeah, I just I mean, that guy can't he can't catch the ball. He can't catch the ball. You know, you gotta have one. What's the first thing you gotta know how to do? He can't do it. Um for me, defensively, obviously, you know, we believe and we don't know for a fact, but we I feel like 99% sure this will be the full compliment. Lee Autry and those guys, Willie Gay, Marcus Murphy will be out there. Uh, and I think they're all very key, especially Murph- Murphy is the underrated guy in this because the secondary is sort of key for Mississippi State. Yeah, I agree. Because Juwan Jennings and Marquez Callaway, those are quality SEC receivers. They can make big plays. State has got to be better in the secondary this week. And we talked about that a little bit yesterday, how – they made Bo Nix look great. This is another true freshman quarterback here. But that's the other thing, by the way. We are this kid. Is this kid a rat? Or can we rat theory this kid? If this was his first start, I would be terrified. <laughs> the fact that you got a little film on him and he didn't, you know, he played against. But it could be right. This kid could come out if he could, if he comes out and throws for three hundred yards. Oh my gosh! <laughs> then we then you start asking questions of Bob Shoop. What are you doing? Yeah, but I mean, you're sitting here looking at the state team. If you're wondering why I was a little bit distracted over here, I'm trying to look up some statistics over here. I mean, State, after being the best defense in the country, is now the 13th best in the SEC. Yeah. And so they're they're only, I think, 30, like 28 points away from giving up what they gave up all of last season. That's insane. Yeah. But so so I, I just don't think you can go into any game and just assume that State is going to have a good defensive performance, even though I've said I think that they will. But a large reason why I think they will is because I think they're going to have their guys, the Marcus Murphys and the Willie Gays and things. I think they will be out there. But it does kind of scare you a little bit going into pretty much any game now, particularly a road SEC game. I mean, it wouldn't totally floor you to see Tennessee go out there and start moving the ball and putting up some points, would it? No. I mean, would that just shock you? No. No. (laughs) No, No, not at all. I mean – and I think Tennessee is going to get some points in this game. I just don't think it's going to be, you know, we'll get to that in a minute. I don't think it's going to be enough for them to win. Yes, they gave up 171 points total last season. This year they've given up 143. Yeah, that said, I mean, Tennessee's offense is close to, to being putrid. You know, I, I don't oh, know it's not we'll, good. I don't know that we'll put the, that on, on them yet, but it's not great. So, I mean, with Willie Gay and company plus an offense that's not good, you, I think they are – I didn't just look, but I, I looked the other day. I think they're 13th in the SEC in offense. So yeah. you got the thirteenth defense against the thirteenth offense. And we got the classic matchup of the movable <laughs> object and the resistible force. Yeah, so something's got to give. 
We'll, um, we'll see which direction that goes. I, I like State's chances with yep. the f- full complement of guys out there. Now, if for whatever reason we get to Knoxville and those guys aren't playing, which yeah. I don't think is going to happen, right? but if we do, that all that. bets are off. Or have we not talked about Kylan Hill enough this week? Is he a key in this game? I think, you know, he I, I mean, he's he should have a big game. game. Should. Yeah. Leading rusher in the SEC, and I feel like we haven't mentioned him. And, I mean, he's rushed for 100 yards in every game, save for Auburn. So. Yeah. I mean, it feels like if he gets 20 carries, he'll get 100-plus yards, and that'll go a long way towards Mississippi State winning. I guess that means we need to – if we're going to talk about Kylan Hill and that, we need to start talking about a playmaker, too. And our playmakers and predictions will be brought to you by our new sponsor, College Corner. Check them out online at collegecornerstore.com or visit either one of their two locations in Ridgeland next to Fleet Feet or next to Half Shell in Flowood. And when you mention the Thunder and Lightning podcast with your purchase – you get 15% off your your uh, whatever you buy. And you can do that online in the coupon tab. Just put Thunder, and you will get, get that same 15% discount. Check Shop online at collegecornerstore.com. Don't deal with the lines up here in Starkville when you come to game day. Don't stand out in line waiting for, to buy your merchandise. Have it on you when you get here with College Corner at either of their two locations or online, again, at collegecornerstore.com. Com. So it's 15% off when you enter Thunder online, right. correct? Thunder. Thunder. I think that they need to have a 7.5% off when you enter Lightning. What are you saying? That I'm, twice, I'm, I'm, I'm twice the man you are, you're, Coleman? You're two of me. So I see how it is. I am not two of you. You don't weigh 150 pounds. <laughs> I weigh like 155. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> it was actually 153 last you, I weighed. You look bulkier than that. Well. It's, don't when, don't, don't when, do that. Don't when do you're it. when you're five seven, yeah, you know. It's... I hear you. All right, uh, playmaker offense. You got it. I think Tommy's starting, so I'm gonna go with Tommy. Okay, I, I agree with you. I think State's got to get good quarterback play here, and I think Tommy's gonna be the the, the guy that that starts. So I'm gonna go with him. We, in my opinion, he has not said this, but I don't think you've seen a healthy Tommy Stevens since the first half of the Southern Miss game. When he looked really, really good. Yeah. You know, that was the day he completed what, like... He was two, 9 of 10 in the first half. Yeah. I mean, it, in, in completion. And his, his, one, his one in completion was after the injury. Yeah. So, so I, I mean, he's had two weeks off now. I hope that he's 100% healthy and, and we get the chance to see the guy that we saw for the first game and a half. Um, I think folks have forgotten how good he was that game and a half. Now, yeah. look, he was playing Louisiana and he was playing Southern Miss. So... Do with that what you will. But I don't disagree that maybe Garrett Schrader has earned the right at this point to be the starting quarterback. I don't totally disagree with that. But I think if Tommy Stevens had never gotten hurt and had he stayed healthy and continued to do what he was doing, nobody would be clamoring for Garrett Schrader because he was really good for six quarters. And so I think that that really good quarterback is still in there. Um, We'll see. But I, if he is the guy that we saw the first game and a half, mm-hmm. I mean, he could have a huge day. He could. Um, but I, I'm interested because I think both guys are going to play. Yeah. So I'm interested to see the, the dynamics of what happens when both are on the field kind of thing. But I think Tommy Stevens will be your starter, so I'll go with Tommy Stevens as my playmaker. What you just said, the fact that both guys are going to play and we sort of know that to me means I need to go with Kylan Hill. I feel like, you know, he needs to have a big game. And, you know, you look at his, his, his games this year. He's been so so good outside of that uh, outside of the, the the Auburn game, which I'm not going to put on to him. You know that's that's a heck of a defense. Um, so for me, Kylan Hill being Kylan Hill is key for Mississippi State in this game. 
if you get both things that I've talked about in this podcast, if you get good quarterback play from whoever, and you get Kylan Hill rushing for 100-plus yards, you get a Mississippi State win. Well, that, that's probably the case in a lot of games, to be honest. I mean, I mean, it's probably the case in most games, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, there's no reason to think otherwise. So I think, you know, Kylan Hill needs to be Kylan Hill in this game. 20-plus carries, 100-plus yards, get into the end zone, and be, be the, the, the driving force of this offense that sets up those big plays in the passing game for Tommy Stevens, possibly. Yeah. What about defensively? For me, defensively, I think Errol Thompson needs to come out and have a big day. Okay. He had the just the I don't even want to call it a brain fart. It went a brain fart at Auburn with, with Errol Thompson. That was just a freaking mistake. Stupid decision is what yeah. that was. And I, I think he needs to come out and be the team captain that he is and lead that defense and not just lead it with his, you know, the way he handles himself, but lead it with the way he plays. I, I think Errol Thompson needs to come out and establish himself as being the dominant defensive force that he was a year ago. Um, look, that, that defensive front, even with Lee Autry, it's still isn't what it used to be. I still think this is a linebacker-led group, basically. And Errol, he can't do the kind of crap he did at Auburn a couple of weeks ago. He probably knows that. Yeah. I mean, I, preaching to the choir if he was listening here, but... I think he needs to come out and shake that off and and be the leader of this defense and make some big plays. I mean, right. it, it's just as simple as that for me. Yeah, for me, I got to look into the secondary. Uh, big time receivers, you need to have big time players step up, and that's going to be Cam Dantzler. Dantzler needs to get back on the interception train. Uh, he missed one against Kentucky. Uh, didn't have any really opportunities against Auburn, and that's probably a part of part of it is on him. You know, he just he couldn't keep up with those guys. Need to you know if you go out there and you shut down a guy like Jawan Jennings that says says a lot about you. you shut down Marcus Marquez Callaway that says a lot about you. Need him to step up in this game and be be that blanket back there. Take away half of the field, um, and we'll see what happens. The other guy to watch though for me is Chauncey Rivers because he's matched up with a heck of a good offensive tackle in Trey Smith. That guy's as good as anybody in the country. If Rivers can somehow win win some battles with him, that's going to be big for Mississippi State. But Dantzler's the guy. Maybe Rivers is my X factor. I'll, I'll just go right into that. Yeah, Rivers can be the X factor for me. State's got to get some pressure. True freshman quarterback, that just screams to me, hey, blitz, 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 blitz. Yeah. You know, make that guy as uncomfortable as you possibly can. And Rivers, you know, against Smith, that's a matchup to watch. I don't think you can win the war against Trey Smith. I think he's that good, but I don't think I do think Rivers can win a battle here or there. If he can get a sack here or there, that'll go a long way to freeing other things up for Mississippi State. So Chauncey Rivers is going to be my X factor. I'm going to stick on the defensive side of the ball for my X factor. I've been preaching that the defense will be what you know the key of this game for Mississippi State. So I'll, I'll stay there and I'll go with the spark plug, the guy that that was the spark plug the last time he played, and that's Willie Gay again. I mean, look, he brings an energy everywhere he goes. There, that that kid is just a a bouncing, loving life kid, and so I just feel like that you're gonna see more life out of this state defense on Saturday because I expect him to be on the field. You know, again, if he's not on the field, then discontinue everything you just heard in the last thirty seconds. But yeah. but if he's out there, this defense, this team just seems to play differently whenever yeah. he's out there. I don't know. He, he he is the energizer bunny, so to speak. I mean, he, yeah. he brings a a certain juice or whatever to this team, and you saw it against Kentucky, and I think if he's out there, you'll see it again against Tennessee. All right. Prediction time. Go ahead. State's winning this game. Okay. And and if they don't, boy, we're going to have a heck of a show on Monday. But uh, I think State wins this game, and I don't 
I don't anticipate it being any kind of a nail-biting thing. You know, I'm not saying that State's going to go out there and run them off the field, but I think State, maybe the first half is a little bit, you know, closer than you'd like, but in the second half, State pulls away. I'll go ahead and I'll say that State wins this game, and I will go with 34-20. to Okay. We're going to have similar predictions. One digit off. Uh, I think it's going to be a close game. I don't. I don't. I think it's going to be a, a heart heartachey kind of game, not a heartbreaky kind of game. Your heart will only be achy, not breaky. So if Billy Ray's listening, you only get half of that. Uh, I think it's going to be close throughout, but I find, think State finds a way to win. Twenty four twenty is my final score. Mississippi State gets the win. Maybe a game that State's up twenty four thirteen and Tennessee just gets a late touchdown. I don't know if that's the case or not. I think it's going to be close though. Uh, on a scale of one to ten, ten being the most surprised you've ever been in your entire life. If Tennessee wins, you are a Ten's the most surprised I've ever been in my in life. In your life. Uh, Woke up in the morning, your head was sewn to the carpet. <laughs> I mean, it's six or seven. Is that high? Okay. It's just a five for me. I'm, I'm, I'm just... I don't have a lot of faith I, in, I just, in this team to do well. May, maybe, on the road, especially. Maybe I'm foolish, and maybe this is the... I don't. I, I like to think that the homer side of me doesn't come out all that much mm-hmm. doing this job, but maybe it is a little bit, because I, st- I just don't think State is as bad as they looked against Auburn. I just think that was an... Yeah, complete and total aberration. That's fine and all, but I'm thinking about Kansas State, who I don't think is going to end up being a really good team. So that's fair. That's fair. I, I just, I just I, think Tennessee. I won't be overly surprised. But I, I, if Kansas State played Tennessee, I think Kansas State might have may win that. I mean, would, crap, I Georgia they, State won. They, I, I, I get all that, but that, my point is, I, I look at it more as what I'm looking at with Mississippi State, and that's I don't trust them to just blow anybody out. That's fair. So, that's fair. But we'll I still, I just, I, feel I do like think, the, State I think is, the Bulldogs will win. I think it'll be close. I think we'll have it. We have the best for business show. State wins, but it's close. It's it's there's unex, you know why is it so close? That's that's what we want. <laughs> that's 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 what drives listenership, in my opinion. So, all right, guys, we will talk to you. I'll talk to you guys on Saturday when we do some Periscope stuff up there in, in the press box, and of course, followed at Joel T Coleman or at Brian Haydad for in-game analysis and all that good stuff, and all our coverage uh, throughout the weekend up there in Knoxville, and then of course back with you. Hopefully on Sunday, but probably well, no, probably on Sunday. Maybe on Monday. We'll see what happens. Uh, it'll be a late show regardless yeah, because we've we'll, we got, we got to get back. So, All right, guys. Have a great weekend. Talk to you again soon. For Joel T. Coleman, Woo. I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Talk Mississippi Media Production.